Listening Dog Media. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The hot mess mum. The mum most likely to send her kids to school in regular clothes on non-school uniform day. The mum who forgets to sign the permission slip for school trips. The mum who has probably put leftovers in her kids' lunchbox on more than one occasion. But most importantly, the hot mess mum is actually rocking it and is doing a far better job than even she thinks. Please welcome our hot mess mums, telling it as it is, Kelly and Jenny Powell. It's the Hot Mess Mums Club podcast. I'm Kelly Pegg. And I'm Jenny Powell. La la! La um, <laughs> We're so la la, it's all, it's all a crock off, because really we're quite miserable most of the time, aren't we? No, I'm joking. No, no. <laughs> no Some, well, sometimes we are. Hey, it's the opener for season 10, this. You know, we're still here. What's going on? <laughs> it's our 10th anniversary, Kelly. What can I say? And it's been a deep joy. And we've learnt so many things along the way about each other, about life in general, and of course about being a hot mess mum. And we've realised that most people are a hot mess. In fact, we've got hot mess dads too. God, yeah, everywhere. We are working with Cooker over this whole series and showing you the difference a Cooker tap can make to your home life. A little later, we'll tell you all about the time-saving benefits a Cooker tap brings to a busy family household. For more information, visit cooker.co.uk. Because we've talked about so many things so honestly and openly, it's made me reach out to people. So I've got this really good friend from the school playground. Her son is friends with my son. And how it happened was she was standing in the playground one day with her two-year-old and he was having an absolute fit because he didn't want to be in the pushchair. And it took me back to the times when Heath was like that. And it was so embarrassing and it was awful. And I just wanted to run away. And she stood there and no Nobody in the playground spoke to her. They just stared at her. And I could see her face getting redder and redder. And I just went over to her and I went, it's absolutely okay. I went, my son was just like this. I went, and it's it's shit. It's, it's the shittest feeling in the world. I went, and you just feel like such a bad mother. I went, you're not. Like, honestly, this is what they do at this age. And we became friends. She started listening to the Hot Mess Mums Club podcast and we became mates. And she said to me, I'll never forget that because everyone just wanted to stare at me. You came over and just normalized the whole thing. And that's what we do, right? Mm. Yeah, we hold we hold each other's hands and we spot, you know, we spot those moments that we've all experienced one way or another, don't we? Um, and, uh, yeah, the alternative to that is you just blank everyone. That was my alternative, wasn't it? When you get, or was it the, the mum's WhatsApp? Just blank them all. Just don't bother. Oh, God. Have your own WhatsApp. Yes. Exit. Uh, <laughs> 
cynical WhatsApp mum versus positive, lovely, jumpy, happy, downy Kelly. Yeah. Oh, dear. What's a jumpy, happy, downy anyway? Sounds like something out of Australia. I don't know. You're at a different stage to that, though, aren't you? You know, when I say about Mm. that, you know, them being that age and, and that playground crap that you go mm. through where people make you feel oh, yeah. bad you have kind of you've surpassed that because obviously beautiful Connie is is out of uni and Polly is at an age where you don't have to go all the way to the school door no it changes there's a there's a transition from the whole sort of like playground and mum's uh, chatting in the you know on out there by the slide and the climbing frame for hours on end uh, which becomes a big part of your life all of a sudden it just stops because the minute they go to big school you know you're dropping them off at the bus stop so literally just shoving them out of the car and then that's it and you don't have any interaction with any mums anymore so it changes very quickly and it's sort of like it's funny because it's like you lose a job one you liked or one you were like, oh, some days it's okay, some days it's not. So really, you, your whole routine changes and your whole mindset changes because then you think, oh, I can't really have that quick sort of uh, possible um, offload because there were a couple of mums I used to offload with. In fact, we'd, we'd sort of preempt it. We'd do it at the street corner before we got into the playground. Yeah. We'd have a quick chat there, uh, which looked a bit dodgy. Um, so that's kind of gone. Um, so you can't offload with anyone as much. You can't then arrange your little social sort of coffee later on or something. Um, and it means also you're quite responsible for making sure you do know what's going on at school. Because <laughs> I just think, oh, I'll just ask Joe when I get there. I just get, I'll ask Joe tomorrow in the playground. So all of a sudden, it's like, oh gosh, I better actually take notice of all the uh, school emails and the, you know what's going on in the school diaries and sports days and what you know what the girls have got to wear here, there, and everywhere, and what they haven't got to wear, and you know when it's uh, own clothes day, stuff like that. Because I'd always get that wrong unless Joe told me. There's always a Joe for every. For every mum, God bless Joe. She's like, Jenny, you have remembered, haven't you? I've gone, remember what? And she goes, oh God, there's always a Joe. So you're either a Joe or you're a Jenny or you're a Kelly. Just got it all sorted. Because you have, you pretend you haven't and you have. Oh no, I don't think I have. Everyone says just, keep, <laughs> you know, got to enjoy it. You've got to enjoy this stage, haven't you? But I think it gets, it gets harder. I think with Ava, because she's nearly nine now and it is hard. The The juggle with her is difficult. She wants to be with me a lot. And so I find myself overcompensating and really squeezing a lot of stuff in to have this time with her. Um, she's always bored, which drives me insane. You know, she can have all her friends around. As soon as they go, I'm bored. And she's like my shadow everywhere I go. Um, and I, yeah, I think she's she's changing you know, and I find that quite hard because I, I miss her. I do miss her being little, if that makes sense. I suppose you saw that with Polly, though, that they, they do. Yeah, I mean, you, you you sort of, things move on and then uh, they have things that are so likable and lovable in different ways, you know. Um, so I suppose it's just a transition that you've got to get used to. Uh, and, you know, nothing lasts forever, uh, but you have to cherish those moments that you, you that, that progress and uh on the way um and i think you know as long as you always we're lucky really because um you know we've got our phones we've got so many more photos and so many for so many more videos you know uh, that we can record because back in the day you might have the if you you know you look back and you think oh there's only one picture of me when i was seven 
you know, there's one yeah. little story. And it's faded when now. I was nine years old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I think as long as you make a record and you've got that and then just enjoy, enjoy the moment and the stage they're at at that time, I suppose. And then when you get to Connie's age, it's just make sure you always offer to take them a holiday and then you might see them. <laughs> Free holiday. God, I, I worry about that age. I, yeah, I'm, I'd miss her. I'd miss her a lot, I will. It's quite interesting, actually, because all that transition of, like, driving, the minute they, they can get in a car and you're like, oh, my God, she's gone off driving. Is she going to be all right? You know, the minute they pass the test, you're like, oh, my God, I can't think about it. Or, you know, going to uni and then living away and you're thinking, I wonder if they're out tonight. I wonder if they got home okay. There's no reason, you know, they're not going to ring me and tell me. I've just got to leave it until they contact me. It could be days. You know, so that's quite, quite tricky. But it, it's everyone, you've got to remember, it happens to everyone and everyone's all right. My next door neighbour, she used to just lie awake all night. She used to say she's got three and her eldest is in her 20s. And she used to say, you wait. She was like, I can't, I can't sleep when Millie goes out in Manchester. She was like, "It, I cannot until I know. And, uh, and say my nan used to make me phone her. So I get in from a nightclub at like two in the morning and I'd have to ring her. Yeah. And she'd be, hello, you're home, Ducky. Great. Okay. And <laughs> she'd have to know. And, and we have this thing and that's what we did, you know. And I think, God, I'll be the same. But I think Ava Lily will probably be like, well, I'm not ringing you. Like no one does that anymore. <laughs> you're going to have to deal with it, mom. Well, the other thing is you can track them, can't you? There's all sorts of ways of seeing them. Oh, you've- yeah. So you've got that. There's always that reliable one to do. Um, but we're technophobes. We're rubbish at that as well, aren't we? We are, yes, as our, our producers can account for. How's your week been? Um, how's my week been? Oh, God. Yeah. Busy. And this week's busy as well. And I feel I feel like time's going really quick. I feel like since mm. we've all, I feel like now the repercussions of us all being in lockdown are starting to hit us all in very different ways because we're yes, just so busy absolutely. now. But I knew you'd agree. I know I can say that to you because I say it to some people. They look at me like I'm nuts. There's a couple of things with that I feel like the being so busy is quite stressful because we weren't Mm. I also feel quite lonely at times because I'm so busy Mm -hmm. whereas you Mm. you have more time with people in your bubble in your household Mm. I suppose you know just just the up gear of everything is um feeling Mm. quite stressful at the moment and it's just busy you know it's it's lovely but it's busy and there's all that thing going on for me like it is for you where we're both caring for our but you're caring for your mum and I'm caring for my nan and my husband's parents and and Mm. there's difficulties going on there and Mm. it makes me feel bloody old you know (laughs) you know like when I'm like I can't bear this I want a parent I don't want to be your parent (laughs) Mm. yeah which is selfish well it's not selfish it's just you're allowed to have those feelings aren't you Mm. And I'd, I'd uh, you know, I challenge everyone who said they wouldn't feel the the same way. But also, it's it's what happens in life, and it's you know, part the family dynamics change. They just yeah. swap round, don't they? They flip over, and it happens like that. Before you know it, you know, you feel like instead of things petering out, and you're having more time for you, sometimes it's the other way, and it just gets gets more intense, doesn't it? Yeah, mm. it really does. It wasn't part of the plan, was it? I think that's why we're all working hard as well at having those, you know, those moments to ourselves, um, be it an hour or 20 minutes or, you know, an evening or a weekend. I think we're all a lot more conscious and aware of doing that now because we are so sort of like loaded with various responsibilities. You know, you don't want it to be a negative thing, do you? No, you don't because they're your, they're your family 
and that's what's that's what you do so it's all part and parcel of the package isn't it really uh, and when you say about having having that time as well uh, and yeah that that is really important I, I can't stress that enough I don't think I ever realized how much you've got to build in something for you uh, however selfish sometimes that might feel and whatever that looks like for a person individually as a mum or dad you've you've got to have it I think sometimes I find it really hard you know everyone's talking at me I've got a a four-year-old shouting at me and an eight-year-old telling me something about a day and then my husband on the phone telling me it's going to be 20 minutes you know that means get my tea on (laughs) and I'm like oh my god you know so if you don't get that time out away from it all I mean mine's probably going to the gym I think at the minute and walking the dog they're those times just for me Mm. you plan it into your day which is fine but when you can't plan it and it just happens and it it just happens to be that everybody is in the house and everybody's Mm. making demands and everybody's ringing for work and everybody's phones going and I just do you know what I do I just go upstairs and I just switch I just say sorry um, and shut the door I love that I just turn off for a bit and everyone gets it now and they go oh oh and it's amazing how they still survive without you and I've never said no so much in my life. No. Do you know where this, no. would you like to, no. And I just go, no. no. And I know that sounds really selfish. No, it um, doesn't. But it's actually it to help those people because quite often they don't need me. They don't need my answer because it's, you know, they can work it out for themselves. So try and know every now and again. Just yeah, saying. I need just to do little, that yeah. a bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Just to, just, to, yeah. Try just like three or four no's. Just swap them in. You know how these TV shows do the swap in the households? I think you and I need to do that because Chris does things like he'll be getting Heath dressed and he'll go, Cal, he needs some socks. And I'll go, yeah, they're in his drawer, in his bedroom. You've got legs. You can go up there and get them. And that's what it can Uh be like in my house all the time. Mom, I want a yogurt. You know where the fridge is? You know, I find it. And then I go away and I'm like, oh, I'm such a cow. But then when I talk to you, I think, no, I'm not a cow. Because actually, they can all do these <laughs> no. things. And they need and to be And it's better if they to... do learn to do Yeah. yeah. And feel like they don't have to ask and feel like they can get on with it. And it's quite interesting because the age gap of eight years with Connie and Polly. So with Connie, I was far more, first of all, I felt far more guilty because I was working a lot more and I was away a lot more. I sort of, um, I wasn't around as much. So when I was around, I'd dote on her, you know. I wouldn't let her do a thing because yeah. I was compensating. I get that. But now with Pollyanna, because I am, because of lockdown and we've all been here a lot more and I'm not away as much, um, I'm completely different. And guess who's the more independent person? Polly. Because she has had to. She's the one that will just go, I'll just get it myself. She's the one that always goes, it's all right. I know what I'm doing. No, it's all right. I've already done it. Or it's okay. It's okay. Don't worry. I can sort that. And it's interesting um, because it's it's as simple as that, that I wasn't, you know, pandering to her and feeling guilty and compensating by doing everything or waiting hand and foot on like I was with Connie so you know I've done the um, research for everyone if they're wondering but it's really hard to go no you do it I know do you know we think about when we were brought up though it wasn't like that was it you know my nan was too busy she had four different jobs as well as looking after us and she used to bike to all her jobs like they were sort of six miles away she'd get on a bike and go my granddad had two or three different jobs as well between them they childcare for us and and I look back and she didn't have any of that time to be like 
oh, you know, I need to spend time with you because I've been at work today. Oh, what if I, I feel terrible. She, she, if I said anything to her, she'd say, I, I didn't have time for any of that. You know, it, that's not how it was. Whereas nowadays, I think sometimes, I don't know, it's changed, hasn't it? This this thing. And I think a lot of it is because we've been told so much about how we've got to be the best parent ever. And the trouble is, it just doesn't exist any of that, does it really? You know, we pander to them so much that... Sometimes I think, well, certainly with with my lot, I think, oh God, you know, I'm doing them an injustice here. I'm going to have to get a bit tougher. But you know, there's no time like the present, so you have to start from today. So you need to drop in a few no's, <laughs> a few, go and get it yourself, and a few. I'm going upstairs, slam the door. <laughs> yeah, and going upstairs, I'm just having. Don't disturb me. I'll be <laughs> thirty minutes. There you go. Something to start. I mean, it might work for some, not for others, but. You know, and I'm no expert. I'm just saying, you know, just a bit further ahead down the line. So, how's your week been? Oh my, uh, yeah, it's been all right. It's been a bit weird, really, because my it was Father's Day. So I mean, obviously, it was a few weeks ago now. Um, but um, but we're we're doing a quick pre-record because I'm going off. It was a funny one for me, really, because it's the first Father's Day since my dad passed away. So I found that. Yeah, this week's been really odd, really odd. I couldn't put my finger on it, and I think it's just that. I just sort of didn't want to see many people, didn't really want to interact. But yeah, anyway, I went to Elton John anyway, though. Yeah, I went to see Elton Did John. You? That was amazing. Oh, yeah, lovely. What a, yeah, he was hilarious. <laughs> at one point, he had like this velvet robe on, and uh, it just looked like he put his dressing gown on at the end of the show just so he could get in his Winnebago or his helicopter and just naff off. It was, it was really, really cool. Have you seen the movie about his life? Yeah. It's really useful to see that if you're going to see him perform. Yeah. But you won't see him perform because that was his last, it's his last tour. But everybody has a last tour and they're all back next year, aren't they? Yeah. Everyone has a farewell tour and you're like, yeah, whatever. But yeah, that was, do you know, it was good to dance in a stadium full of people and the buzz and just, you know, it's, uh, there's an amazing energy that I think we all missed, uh, you know, just being in a room with people. You get that, you know, I'm a spiritual person and it's just, uh, you can't beat that. You can't beat the the energy of a, a group, a mass of people. You really can't. Um, so I really, I got on a bit of a high from that, really. I sort of uh, rode the wave of, uh, you know, energy of, of human beings, which was really nice. Um, but what about you? Uh, well, I haven't been to any concerts. I've been working a lot, which is mm. nice. And I like that. I like being back with people and back in a mm. studio environment. Yeah, it's good for you, and I, yeah. Yeah, it's really good for me and I enjoy that. I feel like part of me has found like that 25-year-old again, mm. which has been quite nice really because turning 40, I found it very difficult mm. and I'm still going through quite an emotional time with it. Mm. It's a bit odd and there's people in my life that I can talk to about that and they get it. I've got a friend who's 45 and she completely understands it and she's amazing. And there's other people I talk to about how I feel and they just look at me gone out like mm. I'm just crazy. But you know what? Everybody, I, I feel like it's really important to say that with your mental health and, and who you are, you know, especially female hormones you can there's so many things that can be going on and nobody's normal because we're all so different so mm. and we handle things very different don't we mm. yeah. um as people so I'm very up and down emotionally um at the moment and have been for have been for a good six months I'd say it's mm. uh, I'm having a really weird time and and Chris my husband is very good he 
he sat with me. We were we went away, and he said, "I feel like I've got fifty percent of you, and I don't know where the other fifty's gone." Mm-hmm. And I said, "I don't, I, I don't know where it mm-hmm. is." And he just said, "Well, I'm I'm here, and I'm just waiting." Mm. Oh God! And that's him. You know, he's so patient, mm. and he'll do anything. I can have a night out with the girls, whatever I've got to do to be all right. He's like, "You yeah. go." Yeah, you know. But you're and, allowed and to have your journey issue. as well, aren't you? That's that's what he so, says. As couples, you know, and it goes for your other half as well. You know, you do the same, and, and sometimes you have to stand back and let them go on their journey and just say you're there for them. You know. And even the kids, I think it's subconscious. It's in their subconscious for kids because you know that journey that you're on. They'll know as well in their subconscious. They'll realise it. You know, my girls. I was like, oh yeah, she's, you know, she'll come out the other end. But you know, we're here anyway, and that's okay. You do it. You do it for other people as well. So, um, and there's nothing wrong with it because everything changes, everything shifts, everything's can be different. Uh, nothing stays the same. People don't stay the same. Nothing's permanent, is it? I keep sort of telling myself that. No, it's not. We are working with Cooker throughout the series. Cooker taps are a brilliant addition to any family home. Their Flex, Fusion and Nordic taps look great in any kitchen. They're energy and water efficient and are safe to use with little ones running around. One of the main benefits to having a Cooker tap in your kitchen is the quick and easy access to boiling water. As mums, we're always rushed off our feet, right? So those few minutes we have to wait for the kettle or pan to boil can seem like forever. With a Cooker tap, boiling water is available instantly so you don't have to wait for your morning cup of coffee and you can quickly cook some pasta if the kids decide they don't want what you've made for tea which happens in my house every single evening (laughs) to learn more about cooker visit their website cooker.co.uk spelled q-u-o-o-k-e-r i get this black cloud i think well it's not permanent and it's just you know when i don't feel i know who i am anymore i look at photos of myself when the kids were young, particularly Heath, because that was quite a hard time in my life. And I don't recognize that person. I look at myself and think, well, you look different to that now. You're very different to that now. And there is that sort of, in my head, I'm desperately, I'm not going to be old. I'm not going to look old. I'm not going to act old. I'm not going to dress old. So I've got that going on all the time. It's a, it's a it's a weird one, really. I haven't quite found out who I am at the moment, if that makes sense. <laughs> I don't know. It's a bit of an I can't can't really explain it. It's a bit of an eat love pray or pray love eat or love eat pray love eat. I haven't watched that, you know. Yeah. Oh, haven't you? Oh, you've got to watch that with Julia Roberts. Oh, there's my little. Yeah, you've got to go and watch that. Yeah. Um, I will. <laughs> every woman should watch that. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's my little gift for you. Yeah, go go and watch that. But. Um, it's all. It's a bit of a cliche, isn't it? As well, I I'm not sure who I am. Um, yeah, you know. Uh, and then you think, well, how much are you supposed to know uh, about yourself? You know, some. I know it sounds weird, but uh, sometimes you have to catch up with yourself, don't you? You sort of like you think you're one thing, and then you, you're like, oh no, I'm not. I've, I've I've evolved. I've evolved, and I'm now this, and that's okay. You know. Isn't that true? You know, I, I think at one stage mm. I was so, like, always so content at just being in all the time and at home all the time. And I didn't really care what I looked like and I didn't really care what I wore and I didn't really care about anything. I was just in my bubble with with Chris and the kids and that was fine. And that shifted a little bit for me. 
And that's weird. You know, I find that weird. And so therefore I'm not as content anymore with anything. And I, and I struggle with that. I like to be out. I do care what I look like. I have become a little bit more conscious of that. Um, I don't know. It's very, very odd, you know. So I'm like, okay, well, I thought I was like this massive home bird. Now I don't feel like that. You know, Chris and I fell out because he's like, you won't do any of the garden with me. And I said, look, you know, I don't want to feel like I'm 60 and I'm Alan Titchmarsh. I said, I'm just not interested in that at the minute. And then I felt really bad about it and was like, oh, so I shouldn't say things like that. And oh, you know, oh, bloody hell, it's me hormones. I don't know. <laughs> Sounds like Martin when he wants to go away in a camper van. And I'm like, no, it's <laughs> you right. go, I'm not going. I go, no, it's all right. Take your mate. I don't want to do that. You know, it's nose again, isn't it? It's it, it is tricky. You know, it could look like you're you only want to do what you want to do. Yes. And then you can get in a mindset where you're like, well, if I don't want to do something, I don't do it. And you know, if I mean, he can go and do it, but I don't want to go and do it, so I'm not going to do it. And you can get a bit bullish like that, can't you? But it's 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 tricky because you know the important things. I think are the things that you can decide between you know what's really important and what's really you should do and things that you know you can get away with it's all about getting away with stuff really it's all about getting away with shit isn't it kelly well my (laughs) my friend she's like your husband she went you're just so lucky because most men would just punish you they wouldn't get that they wouldn't have the patience Mm. they wouldn't be so understanding as he is with you that you are like a bit nuts well not nuts but I'm a bit up and down at the minute with life Mm. and I look around as well and I find it fascinating like my best friend's divorced my other really good friend has left her husband and like moved her whole life over abroad now she's come back to Manchester and she's starting from scratch she's she's so brave like unbelievably brave you know it wasn't serving her it wasn't right for her and she just no, this is not how I want my life mm. to be. That's you know, a big and, deal, making that decision. Isn't it? So much and easier you see to stay all this put. around you. Isn't it? You know? And so many people do, and, and understandably so. And so I watch all these things evolving and happening. And I don't know. I think to myself, God, your life is just never, nothing stays the same. And you're just never guaranteed anything, really, are you? No. And then, then the, that you sort of become this little unit where and that's where you've got to be careful where you become a bit too independent thinking do you know what I mean the thing that stops you being too independently thinking is probably children but god I'd be a nightmare if I didn't have kids because I was so independent uh it's I would not want to live with me (laughs) (laughs) hence why Martin's gone to the Lake District for the weekend in the camp without me oh he loves you that he adores you though but he's very patient and loving totally isn't he yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Because um, he adores you. I think the one thing to always remember, as hot mess mums that we all are, is that your kids are watching. You know, you are a role model. Yes. Yeah. And that's why. That's why we all played Cars of Humanity last night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Can God. you imagine? My mum, she's eighty nine. Polly's thirteen, and says, "Dirty bum sex." Because that was on oh, the card. No. Oh, she didn't. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. So what, a role, what kind of role model am I? It was very funny, though, because there was just us four girls. There was Connie, 21, Mum, 89, Polly, 13, me, 54. And uh, it kind of brought us together. 
just how outrageous that goes. <laughs> I know people are going to say I should really not do that, but it was, sorry, but it was so funny because Polly didn't understand half of the stuff she was going out with, which is fine. And she's going, what does that mean? And then even Connie's, I said, are you that naive? She's going, I'll have to Google that. <laughs> but I'm not encouraging this behavior. Is that your hot mess mom moment of the week? Yeah, I think that's my hot mess mum. Because I sat there, I thought, oh my God, what is she going to say in front of mum? And I thought, my mum's going to have a word and she's just going to drop off. But mum was actually just chuckling away as well. I thought she thought, Do you know what? Life's too short. If you can't beat me, join them. It's just a bit of fun. Pollyanna doesn't even understand what dirty bum sex is, although I reckon she does. But it was just, uh, yeah, that was my hot mess mum's moment. So take from that what you will. And I, I do oh, apologise to anyone who thinks it's inappropriate. Because you're right, it is, but I still did it. Oh, I can't <laughs> so, I don't think on. I can top that. No, I don't tricky. think I can top that. Very tricky. Yeah, mine is definitely not as funny or as rude as that this week. <laughs> oh, God. My hot mess mum's moment this week is Ava wanted someone to stay over for the night, a friend of hers. There's four of them that hang around together, four amigos, but I can't be doing with four under tens in my house on a Saturday night all the time. And her birthday's coming up. So I'm going to have them all over for a sleepover then. So I said, just pick one. And um, I text that person's mum and she replied and said, yeah, great, no problem. I'll drop her at 1.30 on Saturday. But what I had done was I hadn't text her. I text the group for the four of us. But I'd only put that child's name on it. Saturday morning, I had messages off the other two. One of them, oh, um, I'm, I'm so sorry. So-and-so won't be able to come because we're actually away for Father's Weekend. And they were like trying to sort of make it less awkward, the fact that they hadn't been invited. So this morning at the school gates, I just kept my head down very low. And Ava Lily said, Mum, I can't believe you did that. I said, it's easily done. You know, you're on all these messenger groups. Oh, those Bloody WhatsApp groups. I'm going to get rid of loads of mine. I'm going to go through them. It's so confusing. And there's this one, that one, and this one for football. And this family football, not family. Family you do like, family you don't like. Uh, <laughs> the really wised up mum's WhatsApp group. The really like, I haven't got a clue WhatsApp group for mums. And you're like, I'm just going to, I think I'm just going to do, I'm going to have a purge. I'm going to get rid of, that's what I'm going to do after this. And that's what I suggest everyone does today on a but proactive But they can note. see that you've done it. That's the problem. When you leave a group, it says, so Jenny, Jenny Powell has left Oh, I've had group. that as well. So everyone knows. Yeah, there's a, certain, a school WhatsApp and so, oh, they were just talking such inane, boring shite. No offense if you do that. <laughs> and I just thought, what? am I doing? There are not enough hours in the day. I do not. What the hell? Why am I reading it? So I just, Jenny Powell has left the group. That's and then a dad, single dad on the WhatsApp privately messaged me and went, yeah, we've all seen that, Jenny. And actually that was, that was the one time he said when my finger was hovering over that thinking, I've got to leave this group. He said, but before I could do it, you'd done it. I love it. Anyway, I've no idea about anything going on at school and it's my fault. <laughs> it's it's bad for your mental health though. I've got a boss, bless her. She's lovely who I work for, but she whenever we're doing a special something, like a special she she creates a WhatsApp group and I'm like, "No, not another." <laughs> She's like obsessed with them. And I just I don't know what to do. I'm like, I can't deal with it. I don't want to see what I think messages. I think I'm going to start saying it's, it's not a WhatsApp bad. group, it's a that's crap group. <laughs> 
I honestly just prefer WhatsApp for, we have one for Hot Mess Mums, which is absolutely fine. We've got each other. I've got, a, you know, my fr- a couple of friends on WhatsApp and that's it. It's just, that's, for me, that's enough. <laughs> do you like doing the voice messages now instead of texting or do you think that's, see, that goes on a bit, doesn't it? I know, well, mine When do. you text, you're much quicker. Bloody hell, yours do, Kelly. I love a voice note though. So I didn't listen to 30%, long. but we've all got Bloody friends hell. like that, Kelly. Don't worry. We've all got friends like that. I just put, yup. <laughs> the lovely Jill Ritchie, who she's been on the podcast. She put like a little funny TikTok video on and it said something about voice notes no longer than, I think it was two minutes. And I messaged her and went, shit, that's me out. Because like me and her voice note but mine are like really long and she went oh you're an exception but I don't think she meant that I think she was just being nice mine are long I do voice note a lot I find it a lot easier I hate typing and I get a sore wrist so I just you're just not yeah but you're just not considering the recipient there are you Kelly it's all about you just saying (laughs) well I'm not gonna voice note you again am I bloody hell it's all oh, job done now. yeah job, job done. done i'll keep it to messages nice and short <laughs> no i love them i love them i love listening to them about three weeks later thinking oh, i'll listen to it now <laughs> and you've moved bad. on since then i think as hot mess mums go uh have you got any little tips any any little sort of uh i you know we always words of wisdom don't we well right now everyone's thinking about the summer holidays thinking about it and dreading it so my words of wisdom would be to all the hot mess mums start booking summer clubs now and get it so you've got your rota all put in so you know that they're going to be going and doing things and you're also not going to be pulling your hair out and you can go and do your job, whatever you need to do, because I think it's the worst. I've got to say it, it just is. And Ava said to me, I don't, I don't want to do anything. And I went, well, you are, you are going to some clubs. I went, and that's it because there's no way I'm doing four weeks of you two in the house. They get bored at the weekends. So, uh, yeah, that's what I'd say. Get a rotor plan in place. So you've got you know, you've got days where you're spending with them and days where they're going somewhere else and you That's don't have really to That's a really good it. idea, actually. Mm-hmm. Really good. I've got eight weeks. Too much. Eight weeks. <gasps> two months. She, 8th of July. 8th of July to the 7th of September. That's ridiculous. Mine only have five weeks and one of those we're going to Crete and the other one Chris is taking a week off. So I've only got them for three. So it's actually, I don't feel like running away as <laughs> much. But two months. Yeah. I think we might just build a house. You know, dig the foundations. That'll take a little while. <laughs> well, she's a different age to Ava, obviously, Polly. She's a teenager. D- does she amuse herself or what? What will you do? At 13, all they want to do is go to the park, meet the friends, go down to the local, like we did. You want to go to the local town, hang around in the square. You know, go and buy something out of accessorise or whatever and uh, just scream and squeal a lot and go to Greg's and get a sausage roll. That's what they That's what they quite like to do. Yeah, so we're in easy access of all that. So it's just when it involves driving and picking up and all that that it gets a bit... And parties seem to be the thing at the moment. And you'll love this. So her uh, Polly's friend last weekend had an inflatable nightclub so it blows up no yeah it's got flashing lights in it and it just blows up and it's like a nightclub so you can just chuck them out in the garden in there that sounds amazing I'm going to look into the world of inflatables not in a kinky way but for the holidays because I reckon you can get an inflatable anything for the kids and we can just chuck them in there (laughs) leave it with me I'm on Amazon before you can say blow me up Scotty 
Okay. Well, <laughs> well, there's some great tips there. Some more useful than others, but yeah. <laughs> Hope we've been of some use. If not, at least we're relatable as hot mess mums. And if you are a hot mess mum, stay hot and messy. Thanks to Cooker for sponsoring this episode. Over the next few weeks, we're going to be telling you all about their brilliant boiling water taps and the fantastic addition they are to any family home. They're a great way to save time in the kitchen and make that hectic life as a mum a bit more manageable. For more information, visit cooker.co.uk, spelled Q-U-O-O-K-E-R.